0: Hey, this is Taylor Strickland. I'm one of the pastors here at Second Baptist Church West Campus, and this is our podcast. I wanted to thank you for joining us today. I hope this message teaches you, inspires you, and strengthens your faith. To learn more about our Second Students ministry, check us out on Facebook or Instagram. Just search Second Students West. Enjoy the message. Hey guys, it's so good to be with you tonight. I'm so excited to share with you what God's put on my heart Um, to say to you, to say to myself, I'm looking forward to it. So let's start out with a prayer. God, thank you for this day. Uh, Thank you for giving us the opportunity to be together, even though we're in so many different places at once. I pray that during this time, every word that comes out of my mouth is from you and not from myself. Um, teach, Teach me something, teach everyone something, and God, please soften our hearts to what you have to say to us. In your name I pray, amen. So today we're speaking, I'm going to be speaking from Matthew 7, verses 24 through 27. So this is at the end of Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. He is in the Galilee with his disciples and a few other people that decided to join along along the way. Uh, Throughout this chapter, he's talking about... the law and what the law looks like now that he's come down to earth and how he's going to change the law. And so he starts speaking about the wise and the foolish builders in verse 24. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, the winds blew and beat against the house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. So this is a story that Jesus told with two men. Both of them put the same amount of work into their houses. Both of them worked hard. They put the nails in. they put the drywall in. I know they didn't have drywall at the time, but... They did the work, they both did the activity to get the house built, but the difference between the two is the foundation that they built their houses on. Uh, so when you look at this parable, this illustration that Jesus was given, giving the disciples, it was actually super relevant to the people at the time. You have the country of Israel, uh, now known as Israel, And the whole west coast of it is on the Mediterranean Ocean. And so the Mediterranean Ocean is what connects the country to nowadays Europe and Africa. And it was so imperative for them to have that area for trade and for traveling. And so from that coast, you had a lot of civilizations rising. You had cities growing, and that was so important for them. And so all the disciples, all the people that were sitting there with Jesus knew what... It meant to build on the sand they knew how foolish that was. they were aware of what that meant to the people and so uh, Jesus uses this and he he connects it to their spiritual life so this is so obvious to them that you shouldn 't build on the sand, but it 's not obvious to them what you should put your foundation on and so Through this illustration, he uses it to say, your foundation should be God and God alone. You shouldn't have sand. You shouldn't have things of this earth that fade away, that pass away, that melt away. And so this year has actually been a really good way to figure out where our foundations are. Uh, For me, it's been really good to have these past couple of months to slow down and to look and to check my feet and to see what I'm standing on. It's so easy for us to say, I don't have the time for this. I don't have the time for that. But now we've had the time. Now we've had the energy. Now we've had all the things that we didn't have in that time that was so busy. And so this is so important to look at where we are right now and to see, are we using this time for what we should be using this time? So Isaiah actually goes into, let me pull that up. So in Isaiah 40, if you can pull that up in your Bibles, Isaiah goes into comfort for God's people, and he talks about the different foundations that you might end up standing on. He begins with people and using people as a foundation, using your mom, using your dad, using your friends, your siblings, your significant others. And he says in verses six through eight, he says, all men are like grass and their glory is like flowers of the field. The grass withers and the flowers fall because the breath of the Lord blows on them. Surely the people are grass. The grass withers and the flowers fall, but the word of our God stands forever. And so that's so important to know. It doesn't matter how faithful somebody is, how there they are for you. People, like James said, people are like a vapor. Our lives are vapors. We're here and then we're gone. And it's so important to remember that people are great. People are good to have. It's so important to have that community. And Jesus says it over and over again throughout the scripture. It's so important to have your community and people that support you and people who believe in the same thing that you do. But it's also important to not let them become your rock, to not let them become the foundation that you stand on because thats they're not a rock. They're not solid foundation. And so he goes on in verses seven, in verse 17 to talk about nations. He says, before him, all the nations are nothing. They're regarded by him as worthless and less than nothing. And so here we see people that use foundation or their foundation is nations. So you can see that in your country, in your state, in your city, in your community. A lot of times we use our community as something to ground us and something to use as our foundation. And here he says they're nothing. I mean, we've seen generations and generations of nations falling, of civilizations falling, and not standing firm. And it doesn't matter how firm or solid it is now, it's not going to last throughout the years. It's not going to last from the beginning to the end, from the alpha to the omega. And then he ends up talking about idols in verses 18 through 20. He says, to whom then will you compare God? What images will you compare him to? As for an idol, a craftsman casts it and a goldsmith overlays it with gold and fashions silver chains for it. A man too poor to present such an offering selects wood that will not rot. He looks for a skilled craftsman to set up an idol that will not topple. And the thing about idols is that they do topple. Every single one of them. None of them stand firm. None of them are strong enough for us to stand on. For us to build our lives off of, build our houses off of, build our homes. And and for us, we don't have, we don't have little statues made out of gold. We don't have those um, unperishable wood. But we do have our pride, our selfishness. We have social media. We have riches. We have so many different idols that we wrap up in gold, that society wraps up in gold and says, this is what you want. And the thing about that is society continuously changes. Sometimes your gold is going to be being TikTok famous and then the next time you have something else that you're going to want to be and that society is telling you to be. And so that gold, it perishes, that wood, no matter how sturdy, how firm, it's not going to hold you. And so I want to tell you guys a story. In Virginia, I just moved here from Virginia about six months ago. That's crazy. Um, Six months ago, and every once in a while, I would go hiking with my friends. Uh, I wouldn't go every day because I'm not that granola, but we would go hiking every once in a while, and this one time, we went on a sunset hike, Um, and it was really nice. The ground is uneven. Uh, there There was a firm rock, but there were a bunch of pebbles and dirt in the way, and so every time we would go hiking, I I went up the, sorry, I went up the mountain uh, with my friends and I would get distracted. I would start looking at the view, I would start looking towards my friends, I'd talk to them, and then I would stumble a little bit because of the loose rocks that were on the solid ground. Um, And I just kept on tripping up and tripping up every time I just stopped looking at my feet. And I think this this is kind of what it relates to me most when it talks about solid ground. There's the rock and there's the sand. And you can say, yes, I believe in Jesus. I'm not, I'm not sitting in the sand. My foundation isn't the sand. I'm not going out and drinking every weekend. That's not my sand. I, I still believe in Jesus. I go to church. I have quiet time every once in a while. But when you forget to look at your feet, when you forget to look at those loose pebbles that you throw in, that loose pebble of wow, my boyfriend is amazing, I have to spend every weekend with him, or wow, I just really need those likes on social media. You start throwing rocks, you start throwing sand at your feet, and they start covering that rock, that foundational truth of the gospel, that foundational truth of that relationship with Jesus. The more you put between the rock and your feet, the harder it is to get to stand in the storm and be steady. So don't get distracted by things that come and go and don't stay with you through the storm. And I want you to remember that you don't have to wait for the storm to see the foundation. You don't have to get distracted by things along the way. You need to watch your feet and make sure that that foundation is Jesus and Jesus alone. Don't throw anything else at your feet. Don't add things to make it harder to stand steady through the storm because it's hard enough. So I just want to challenge you guys to... Make sure that you know where you're standing, that you know what energy you're putting into building your house, that you know that your feet are on solid ground on Jesus Christ. So if you can pray with me. God, thank you for providing solid ground for us to stand on, for providing that peace and that stillness that we know that through the storm through everything if our windows start shaking God we know you're, we're standing on you and your truth and we're firm and that whatever the world throws at us whatever sin throws at us that we're strong in you God I pray that you help us watch our feet that you help us know where we're walking at that where we're standing and help us stray away from throwing stuff at our feet and stumbling God thank you for these people and everybody watching for their, tr- their lives and for what you've done in my life and their life, and I can pray that you continue to do so in our lives. In your name I pray, amen.